Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Knicks, a podcast where we talk New York Knicks basketball and other news around the NBA. I am Jason Talbot, coming to you right after the trade deadline, and with me, of course, none other than Marcus Chinqui. You know, I've asked you 31 times, 32nd time. It's a big one. It's a big one. How the hell are you? Uh, I got to say, you know, I'm doing surprisingly <laughs> upbeat today. Yeah? I don't know what it is. I'm on a bit of a food cleanse. Maybe that's it. <laughs> I was a little lightheaded okay. before, but I'm, I'm rebounding. So, yeah, I'm feeling okay. Is this all because of the food cleanse, or does it have anything to do with uh, all the Knicks news? The uh, I think it has nothing to do with the Knicks news. <laughs> really? Just, wow. I think it's just, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, the food cleanse, I was miserable for the last two days, four days, actually, where I was just like, I'm just hungry. What does that mean, time. food cleanse? You're not eating? No, I'm eating, but I'm not. I, I, so, so all week food I haven't cleanse. done. Juice cleanse? I haven't done any sugar. Ooh. No soda, no, no candy. Whoa. Whoa. No, no carbs. I'm just living off of like. Oh my God. That sounds terrible. <laughs> grilled chicken. You feel good stuff. though? It's just like heavy protein food. Okay. Uh, Keto esque? Is that what it is? I don't know. But, I don't know. I'm not really sure. But uh, my. I mean, my big issue of the day this is too many locals listening. In New York City, some news broke yesterday that had me pretty excited when I heard about it, that a law was passed that renters will no longer have to pay a broker fee when renting an apartment. And if you've ever tried to rent yes. an apartment in New York City, That's pretty big that deal. broker fee is a killer. So like in most cases, it's 15% of the annual rent which is un, like unbelievable. Yep. Sometimes people are having to put up as like up to like $10,000 just to get the just, apartment yeah. one lump yeah. sum. And I don't know how in the world they expect people to pay that. So, people were excited about it, but after sitting on it for a day and having some things <laughs> transpire, you realize <laughs> it's not helping the renter at all. And all that's going to happen is they're going to raise the rent. Raise the rent, of course. Which is So I put in an application for an apartment yesterday. Literally yesterday, right quick. before this all came out. Yeah. And I showed you some pics. I was like, oh, this is yep. a good good place. Solid, location. solid choices, yeah. And I see, I, I see the listing again today. They says no fee, but the rent went up $225. Wow. Which is insane. And I'm like, you guys, like, there's nothing that's going to help the renters here. Like, now it's just the landlords collecting more money. And I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm not happy about that. I'm going to try to make some moves and maneuver. For a second there, I thought, hey, maybe this is a a way to attract attract talent to New York. You know, get rid of of that broker fee. Get rid of those broker fees. Like, hey. I mean, we're trying to take everything we can at this point. Uh you know? But yeah, so that was my issue of okay. the day, and then it put That's me in so a bit stupid. of a somber mood and annoyed mood to start things off, and then 
some Knicks news started trickling down. Yeah. Uh, so, today was uh, a today's one of the biggest Knicks news days in a long time. I mean, anytime I see the Knicks on kind of the national stage when it comes to media, it's never going to be like great. There's not like you know, like I mean, <laughs> like when Knicks didn't make the playoffs, like Durant, you know, something's happening if they're talking about us. Uh, and there was no game, so okay, what's going on? And we're actually coming to you a couple of days late from the other news throughout the week, which was the firing of Steve Mills. That is true. So I, that that's, that got everything started. Wow. That feels like ages ago. ago. Yeah, I, I completely uh, forgot about it. Until forgetting I, that <laughs> happening. So that was, I guess, the the first domino to fall with all the Knicks news. Steve Mills fired. We had a lot of back and forth on that. I don't like Steve Mills, and I'm happy. I don't think that. anyone does. And I th- who but, likes Steve? Was there an outcry? Did, was there? There had to be one person on Twitter just like crying <laughs> about the firing of Steve Mills, and I, I want to meet that man because <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anybody was upset about this, and most of most of Twitter and the internet was like, "Thank God!" Like people were celebrating, like it was a huge deal. And it's not the greatest thing because we all want James Dolan to be gone. But if somebody else had to be gone, it was Steve Mills, who's been around for 17 years. And if you look at his track record, none of it is good. So starting fresh, I think it's a move that had to be made. We always have to look at these things, assuming James Dolan is not going to sell the team. Yes. And it's just just never going to happen. Moving forward, knowing he's going to be in place. Now, something came out um, about an hour or so ago that was a press release from Madison Square Garden. I don't know if you did see this. Really? I did not see this. This So it's from James Dolan. And. Is it about spheres? No, I I wish it was about (laughs) spheres. I'd be pumped if it was about spheres. So, as of February 6th, we are actively looking for a new president of the New York Knicks and hope to conclude the search as quickly as possible. I am not selling, but I am determined to find the right leader for the Knicks who will ensure a long-term success of the team, just as we did with the hiring of Rangers president John Davidson. Okay. So, so interesting. So Dol- yeah, so Dolan's PR guy is working overtime. Uh we talked a little bit about this of kind of what we're thinking of why J- Steve Mills was fired eventually. Like, and Stephen A, there was some reports he came out and said it too of like, J- James Dolan, it's hard to believe, but it's all about his image. And it's just so funny that it was going to be, he's got to go or Steve Mills has got to go at this point. How many people can you scapegoat? You're kind of, Fizz was already gone and you're running out of people. So I think we know James Dolan ain't going to sell the team. As he said, he literally just said it <laughs> in the press release. And you can tell like to. that was a little bit of a petty move to all the yeah. sell the team chance. And of course he's got to do something like that. But and he's such a baby, but Classic so that's, one. that's the okay. first, that was the first move. And that, Press release came out today amongst all these other rumors that Leon Rose 
is in play to be the next president of these New York Knicks. How do you feel about that? So, I mean, it's like, it's not official official, but it's going to happen from what I'm reading. Is that correct? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. But yeah, all, so, so we can talk about this assuming that this guy is going to be the next president. I, I'll be perfectly honest. When I heard the name, there were two thoughts. I was like, Jalen Rose? <laughs> Am I misreading something? I would love it if it was Jalen Rose. <laughs> and then I was like, Leon from, from Curb? <laughs> what's, what's his last name? <laughs> I, I don't know. Leon I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I was thinking. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so now. I'm surprised not that many people know who he is, but yeah. he's a pretty big name. But after talking to some Nick fans and people, uh, I'm a little surprised I didn't know who this guy was because he is well known in the NBA circle. And I mean, how do I feel? I, it's hard to feel anything when I don't know who this guy is. So basically up until this point, I've just been looking online, trying to learn more about this guy, looking at his clients, current and previous, um, and what kind of influence he has in the NBA. Uh, Honestly, I'm almost more interested in the guy associated with him that looks like he might have a role with the Knicks. Uh, William Wesley, Worldwide West, some all the nicknames. I'm trying to trying to figure them all out. Who Bill Simmons threw out a tweet who had nothing but good things to say about Wes. Uh, you know, now the the Calipari uh rumors are starting because they have uh some some ties. Uh, about like he's going to be the future coach and oh Carl Anthony Towns is one of his clients so Kuzma is one of his clients so Devin Booker one of his clients. Devin Booker so here here's what I'm going to say and I I think I was a little bit more excited about the Mills thing I, I'm still pretty negative because of Dolan I, I still think it's hard to be successful when Dolan and just has no idea about basketball and he's ultimately making all these moves but I gotta say is each minute goes by I'm not as I'm not that crazy about it. I'm not happy, I'm not mad. I just we have to wait and see, obviously. But because of all these rumors, I just think everyone is just going to expect that this guy is going to bring in players that he's tied to. So now all the rumors of Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker, all the guys we just named if we don't get one of those guys in the next couple of years, the mob is going to start. Get rid of this guy. This guy has no experience. He sucks. He doesn't know what he's doing. This guy has, he's ever done this before. I and mean, that's, that's my thing that I was annoyed about was why are you bringing in another person who has no experience doing this right. job? And other teams have kind of, have started to to perform this model to their team. I believe the Lakers are one of them. Yeah. Where, and you could say, oh, the Lakers, it worked out for them. They're very lucky LeBron wanted to go to the Lakers. And they also gave up their whole team for Anthony Davis, which has yet to be seen if that's going to work out. I mean, obviously this year it is, but in the long term, is this going to really hurt them? Uh, so. Yeah, like Rob Palenka I, was the president, I believe. And things were not going well, and that's why they brought in Magic Johnson, 
and just yeah. made him the GM. And when Magic goes, I don't I actually don't think they have a president of basketball operations. It's just Rob Palenka as the GM. So he didn't really have to do anything. Like you said, when LeBron says he's coming to your team, it's like, okay, great. Yeah, so I'm also at my job. It makes you look good. It's just like LeBron being on your team makes Ty Lue look like a great coach. You know, it's just. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh, shots fired. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, so yeah. LeBron so, has a lot of, of sweat. So. so to be honest, how do I feel? I feel like, I feel like this move was made because it was the right PR move for Dolan. That's why I feel like the move was ultimately made. A guy who has ties to talent. What have the Knicks struggled with the most? Uh, getting talent to come to New York. So Dolan is not going to sit around and wait another year for Toronto's president. It's not going to happen. He's not going to wait that long. He's got to make a move quick. This is how Dolan operates. So what can he do in the short term right now to take the eyes off of him? Already. I'll, I'm going to give Dolan some credit, man. No one's talking about Dolan. We, we're mentioning his name right now, but no one is talking about Dolan anymore with all the things that have happened with the Knicks in the last, uh, in the last week. We're talking about Mills. We're talking about Wes. We're talking about Leon. And soon we're going to be talking about Marcus Morris. So I got to tell you, good job, Dolan. No one's talking about you right now. Now the pressure is all on Leon Rose, and we're all – kind of watching now what the Knicks are going to do and if he's going to bring in a new coach like Calipari. Is he going to attract Carl Anthony Towns or Devin Booker? I mean, just hours before, before even the D'Lo trade went down with the Timberwolves, everyone's talking about, yo, it's going to be D'Lo, Carl Anthony Towns, Booker. Like, everyone's coming to New York. Iverson's coming out of retirement. Uh, it just, it's so ridiculous. And this is what Nick fans, as soon as a move do, is made... Yeah. We just talk about best case scenario, like, oh, we freed up cap space. Oh, well, it's going to be Durant and Kyrie. They're coming. Why else would we free up the cap space? Why else would we bring in this guy if he wasn't bringing in these other players? So, I mean. But, like, it's an interesting thing because he's, like, an active agent right now. So he's going to have to, I feel like that's probably what the hangup has got to be, is he can't be repping these guys while he's. I was going to ask you, that. I don't know much about that, but his ties to these players, what, how does that work now? Is he no longer repping these players or someone else from I his agency? I think he's got to have a second in command that's going to take over all his agents, which, I mean, I'm sure he'll still have ties to all of them, but he can't personally rep them if he's going to be running a, a yeah. team. Or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know the rules. Of all this yeah. and how it works, but I highly doubt that you're allowed to do that. Yeah, I don't, do it doesn't research. sound it doesn't sound fair. Nor would he be able to just like automatically be able to bring all these players in. I mean, it's a completely different position. Yeah. He this, can't it's make not, them do anything. You're not but doing he's got, the same thing. He's got you know sway with them because he knows all of them very very well, which. Makes me think, like, again, I don't hate this. And as I sat on it for a little while, I'm like, it's it's not the worst move. And it's interesting because you see, like you said, you see the way the league is going with some of these agents becoming more involved on the, you know, front office level. And so we'll see what, and so like you, you see, that's why Dolan probably did it. Because like you see other teams doing it. How is it going to work? So 
let's let's see, you yeah, know. I, but again, you bring in Mills had no real experience as a president. No. Phil had no experience as a president. And now Leon, I wish I had a clip about for Leon. I'm going to have to find a good one. <laughs> for, this for, for Leon on how yeah. this is going to work and you just hope for the best. You know, that, there's no. And what else can we do? That's all. That's all we can do is yeah. hope that it works because you have nobody that knows he. You have to assume he understands the game, and understands the players. But does he really know how to construct a team? A that's team. the thing that was missing. Yeah. Always was that none of these guys complement each other, and these roster moves don't make any sense. So, who is it going to be? And they even said with this move coming in. Perry's likely to be gone at the end of the season. So he's got this guy, Leon's going to bring in all his own guys and we'll see what happens. Yeah. But, you know, maybe he brings in Kenny Smith. I don't know if everyone's yeah. talking about Kenny Smith. Just all like old players I, of his that yeah. want to, that want front office positions and just put him in place. My, my prediction is that the, the basis of his success is all going to be dependent on, him attracting talent. And like you said, I don't have any faith that he knows how to put a team together. So it's it's really just going to be about can he get someone like a Carl Anthony Towns, a Devin Booker, or whoever it may be to come play for the Knicks because that is the one thing the Knicks have been really bad at for the last 20 years. We cannot get free agents and people to come here. Uh, and, you know, this this is a nice little segue into our, our – the next thing that the Knicks did was with the Marcus Morris trade where with this Marcus Morris trade, the Knicks have basically started from scratch with this new – the firing of Mills and Fisdale and now bringing in Leon – Leon. <laughs> it's just weird. So, you know, I can't help. But <laughs> Larry – the Knicks got to step in that ass. <laughs> That's all we got to do. No, but I, th- I believe you put up a post on Instagram. The Knicks in the next five years have seven first-round draft picks. Do I have that the right? Next four, next four years. years? The next four years. The Knicks have seven first-round draft picks. We have a new president of basketball operations. We're going to have a new coach probably next year. Sorry, Mike Miller, but... That's going to be another topic of discussion. We're going to bring the next savior of the Knicks to come coach the Knicks and ruin his career. But we're basically, it's the message has been sent. I'm Dolan. I've changed. And we, there's a new vision. He's got a new vision here. Spheres may or may not be involved. (laughs) Big whoop. I think they are involved. They're always involved. That's the master plan. But so here we go. The Knicks. Trade Marcus Morris to the Los Angeles Clippers. We weren't sure what they were going to do there for a while. We were we were going at it in conversation. We had theories. <laughs> but, hey, they trade him to the Lakers. The Knicks got back. Mo Harkless. Whatever. A couple. I don't even know the other young guys. I'm sure you can touch up. But they did get a first-round pick for next year. And then a potential to swap first-round picks the year after, which I thought was pretty interesting, and a second-round pick in that 2021. So I've already told you this. I'm very happy. Marcus Morris, 
he was probably our best player. That said, not a big fan. I just, for the direction of the Knicks, I just didn't think he did much. But, hey, you turned it around. We got, we got some picks for him. A guy who was on a one-year contract, very happy with the trade. Yeah, it's, on that front, got, I'm very happy. We got something on what could be nothing. So we turned, turned it into a pick. Just fine. That's the minimum we could have expected to get for him. Rumor mill was swirling for the last couple of days. Ooh. All kinds of things going on. I was on edge. It's <laughs> on the edge of my seat the whole time. And then this is what we end up with. It's like, eh, I think we could have probably gotten more. But, you know, he's off to a contender. We get some picks in return. Everybody's happy. But now we're starting from... You sound happy. <laughs> we're, starting, <laughs> we're starting from the ground now. Yeah. And you have a essentially not a blank canvas, but you have things to work with. You have the young talent. All of the guys are still there, which was a surprise. And now I think we've reached the the time of the season where the young guys should be playing. And although I'm looking at the starting lineup, I forgot the Knicks were even playing tonight, actually. I'm looking at the starting no, lineup right. tonight. I bet and I can guess it. Huh? I bet I can guess it. All right, go for it. Is RJ, is RJ back? He is back, yes. Oh, I wonder if he's going to start. Well, Alfred, RJ, is RJ starting? Am I, am I already wrong? Um, Can I get one, one in? You got, you got RJ, one. Bullock, uh, Randall, and, and Taj. It's probably the none of the young guys. RJ probably isn't even starting. Is it Frank? <laughs> Is, it, is he going Frank, with the Alfred yeah. Frank? He liked so the Alfred, Alfred Frank, Frank lesson? Uh, Bullock. Bullock. Randall, Taj. Randall and Taj. Okay. So, well, you know, I actually, well, you know how I've always been saying, I I, I like Frank out there with someone else. So for, for Frank, I'm happy for him. And I, think, and I think they started to see that the last couple of days. You put him out there with a ball handler, that's the way he should be being used. Takes the pressure off. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what starts to happen if some of these guys start developing some more and you know we've yeah we've reached that time of the season where let's see who's got man they got to get Iggy up there that's what <laughs> I, I would that's, love to. I'm ready for it you know he's and, balling uh, out in the G League I want him to get some minutes what's the guy's name who uh, we brought up from the G League who can jump oh. I just know he can jump I don't even remember no I don't think they <laughs> did they no I think they just signed him they just signed him they, he's not actually he's not he's not coming to msg he's still um, in westchester so 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 going back to the morris trade for a second i mean like we said like okay sure we got some picks we got for a guy who was you know not necessarily he was gonna walk because there was a lot of talk that he might come back to the knicks uh anyway next year which would be i guess if you wanted to keep him even better like Inch. you got something uh for a guy that was gonna be on your team anyway next year uh i don't think that's gonna happen but are you happy that they were able to make this trade with the Clippers? Would There was a lot of talks of making a Kuzma trade. Lakers, like minutes before the deadline, just said, no, we're not doing it. Would you have preferred that the Knicks made a deal where it was less about picks and got a guy like Kuzma and then also probably would have, get, have to, had to have given up a guy like Trier I knew they weren't going to give up Mitch Robinson, but there probably would have been 
one more guy could have been a Frank. It could have even been a Knox. Like it, it might have been a guy that Dotson. It could have been a guy that might have stung a little bit. Would you have still rather have seen that getting a guy ready I mean, to go like said, Kuzma? They're saying the Lakers thought the Knicks were asking for too much by asking by giving up Morris for um, Kuzma, but then also throwing in Danny Green, and they didn't want to do that. They thought they were right. asking for too much, which I think is kind of because they're only asking because. And that was for money for, reasons. That was for the money reasons, yeah. yeah. And I think I would rather have, like, with the group we have, who've already, like, you know, two, three-year guys, bringing in another one in Kuzma, I would have, I think I would have preferred that. I'm not sure if he, because he's kind of a two, three, and, you know, a shooter when his confidence is up, and... I'm not sure where his role would be with having yeah, sure. RJ there and Knox there. Then you're just kind of overloading the threes again. And you're left with like, okay, someone's going to have to start riding the pine. And I don't think you want to do that. So maybe it wasn't the right move now. But, hey, Leon. <laughs> maybe Leon knows something. He's yeah. on. He's still on his rookie <laughs> deal. So that's going to be up in a couple of years unless they extend him. But I don't really think the Lakers have the money to do that unless they – because they got to resign Anthony Davis next year. Yep. So that might be a way to get him out. I don't know. So I'm I'm comfortable with where with where we are. I think I, I, I took a, a train ride on it, and I think I feel okay with the moves that were made. <laughs> it wasn't – like you expected <laughs> – Everyone's like the Knicks are gonna do something ridiculous. Like they have these two teams in a bidding war, and they're gonna find yeah. some way to mess it up. And even though you really can't mess this up, because all you got to do is just get rid of a guy that you know is on a one-year deal. Yeah, and they got rid of him. So I, they, I got to be honest, I cannot believe the Knicks actually did something right. <laughs> like now you got to see what they do with the draft pick and what they do with that. But it almost doesn't matter because Morris wasn't going to be a Nick next year uh, in the sense look. that like there's no contract. There's nothing there. So you don't know. Uh, or so they would have just overpaid him next year again. Um, which the only the only other thing I'll say, I, I, I love the move by the Knicks. We'll see what they do with it. Even if it, they end up making a bad move, I think it doesn't matter because – Maybe in the future you even use that pick to make another trade in the offseason. You know, it's just to have assets is good. You want assets. And Marcus Morris, still, if he were still on the team, would not be an asset because there's nothing you can do with him at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, and it's interesting. I, like, you see these teams like, I mean, the Celtics had so many picks. And who knows what could happen in the league that those picks actually turn into something. Like, say someone gets injured on yeah. one of those teams. Like, say Dallas falls apart next year and we yeah. have their first round pick and you just got the, you could turn it into something. So you yeah. never know what could, and we're, yes, we're being optimistic. Crazier here. things have happened. We've seen it, we've seen everything. So, who yeah, knows? yes, yes, we have. Uh, and maybe Leon's, I, you the, know. The only other thing, thing I'll say is that I'm surprised that the Lakers didn't pull the trigger on acquiring Marcus Morris for this year just because I don't know Anthony Davis with those injuries like that just makes me nervous for his career 
LeBron's not getting any younger. And I just thought Marcus Morris was like a really good complement to that team. And we talked about this a little bit too, you know, off the cast of Marcus Morris doesn't seem to be as good of a fit in a, on the Clippers. Like, sure, it's a nice piece yeah, they to have, add, but you have Kawhi, two, you have Paul George. Are Him and Marcus Morris are all going to be on the court at the same time? I mean, I, I guess you can make it work, uh, but... And then, then again, Kawhi's not playing every game. Paul yeah. George isn't going to play every game, so he's kind of, I guess, that insurance policy on someone who's going to play. Right. And they didn't give up night, anything but... that really hurts them in the in the near term, so it was kind of a no-brainer for them. Uh, but if I'm the Lakers, I don't want my my rival team that I'm more than likely going to see in the Western Conference Finals. Um, if I'm the Lakers, I, all I care about is winning this year. Your window, you've given up all your young talent to be so stubborn about Kuzma. I don't know. Just seems a little a little odd. But so the way that, the Lakers have been running their organization the last... Does Palenka really know what he's doing? And do yeah, these agents know how to, yeah. how to make a business deal? So, we'll see. All right, let's, let's, let's play a little, little game before we uh, maybe talk about any other trades. But the Knicks. Going into next year's All-Star break. Where are the Knicks? What is the state of the Knicks a year from now? I think they're in a position where no one is talking about them, and that's probably <laughs> the best position they could be in. And they're bad? Not that they're not so bad, but they're not the worst. They're just kind of hovering around okay you, well, and not making Leon, any not making any headlines. And I think well, that's where you need to be. Okay, let me let me get a little more specific then with this question. We just talked about bringing in Leon Rose makes you think that the reason he's brought in is to attract talent. So within a year from now, do we have a talented player? Like, is the best player on the Knicks a year from now someone who's not on the team right now? Because if it's not, then bringing this guy in is a failure. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily right? say it's a failure yet because this free agent class isn't that stacked. Like, there's not that many good guys available. And, you know, we have the cap space for the following year. Like, that's when a handful of guys are going to be available. So, I feel like next year might it, be you, another... So, a year and a half. You got to give it a year and a half to the two years. Yeah, the two you got to give it some time. And I think that's... Okay, that's fair. Uh, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure who you get in free agency and who you get in the draft, but you know, maybe maybe Leon starts to hear some rumblings after, like for the year after, and if anybody can make it happen, maybe it's him. And it's not you're not betting on Steve Mills and James Dolan to get you a Kyrie and a KD level talent, because. I, I just worry. I mean, it, everything is going to be about him getting talent to come to New York. And you better move quick, man. You better move quick. But because I think then, that's why he's, the got conversations... a bit of, he's got a little bit of slack this year because there isn't a major free agent class this year. Nothing compared to last year where you sure. have all these top yeah. guys available. But, I mean, okay, that that's fair. I mean, you can make trades, you know, you can make trades. But I also think... 
president of Toronto. That was the guy we thought we were getting. What is, what is his name again? <laughs> I can't. I keep saying Asai the Ujiri. Of, Ujiri, <laughs> the president of Toronto. <laughs> I'm just gonna refer to him as Prez, Canadian Asai. Prez. Because uh, then you wait for that year. Is it gonna be like all right? This didn't work out. He didn't get any talent. Now we're gonna get rid of him and we're gonna get a new coach. Like I just this cycle. Nick fans aren't exactly patient. Jim. Jim Dolan ain't exactly patient. So I think that's fair. I think you got to give him two off seasons. And then by that time, we better have one of his clients. A, 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 a team <laughs> should be formed. And and you got to hope too. I think a big part of this is like, we got to have our fingers crossed for getting a good draft pick, especially with these, the new lottery rules. Like, we need that number one pick. <laughs> like, you know, the Knicks, we need some good fortune in all of this too. And even like, like this would be the year that news. we would get it because there's not a standout player coming out of this draft. It's not like there's no Zion coming out of this draft that everyone's talking about. Maybe sure. a name will start but, to develop of course, in, the, yes. in the tournament. Get out of Georgia. But, I think the hype for LaMelo is going to start. Just because he's a ball, I get it. Everyone wants to hate right away. But I... Already seeing that kid play. I think he's the best ball of them all. Going to have a ball. I don't know how he's going to make some, some ball puns. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We're, like, yeah, I mean, I'm so give, we're I'm not, giving him time. Yeah. We're not being negative. We're, we're kind of right in the middle. I'd say we're both just like. I think that's where you want to be. We've been here before. Like this time next year, just be in the middle of the pack, just kind of moseying along. You're seeing development yeah. from some of the younger guys. And seeing what they can do as a unit, yeah. you know, you keep some, you keep these guys together and then just see what, like, see what they can do. I think that's, uh, that's what they haven't tried to do for an entire season. Like they kind of did it with Fizz, but, uh, not well. So <laughs> I'm hoping and- a new coach, because you got to bring in a new coach or they're probably going to bring in a new coach. You got yep. a new president, a new GM cleaning house you got to give it time to see what they can do and not everything yeah. happened like rome wasn't built in a day so you got to give them i know i give them a little time it's just there's only it, so much you can do and like it's it's because it all explodes in a like three-day period in free agency so I, and i hate to keep bringing it up but like when when we started at the beginning of the season i thought we were all on the same page that we were building we're building a team. But then Fizz gets fired, Mills gets fired, because Dolan's pissed because the Knicks aren't winning. And they should be a playoff team. So it's we can't forget how we got here. So we're saying the right things. That's our vision for the Knicks. And when we see these hires, that's what we think we need a reset. And we need to and let's just go. Let's let this thing right out. So we're there. And maybe today, Dolan is. I don't think he ever is. I think he's just it's his PR team. He's just doing it in the moment, and he's doing a good job of it. So no no one's going to be chanting sell the team anymore. Shot that thing down right away. Good job. I'm, I'm going to give a, a, a little round of applause for Dolan. You, you're working New York right now. He's working the media pretty good. Maybe maybe this guy's a little bit smarter than we thought. Quack, 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 quack. Uh, Mr. Ducksworth. 
I don't know. I'm surprised okay. to hear that out of you because I know you. I just you hate I, on no. Him I, I, I hate him. his moves. <laughs> I, I'm not even praising the moves that I'm. I'm praising the moves that he's made because he's completely taking the focus off of him at the moment. And that's what what was interesting. And I'm not mad about at him. It, right and I brought it up a lot. Was that the fact that he has little to no uh, external involvement with the Rangers, and the fact that he said. You know, we want to make a good hire like we did with the Rangers. So, you know, maybe all yeah, he wants I, to do um, is build those fears out in Vegas, and that's going to take up all his attention, and we don't have to worry about him. But again, it all remains to be seen. You know, we don't we don't know. The guy's yeah. a wild card. How so. many? Yeah, the Rangers did go to a Stanley Cup, but the Rangers, since Dolan has been president, have also not won a championship. So. I don't think Dolan's done a great job with the Rangers either. And but they've he, been a better I, I think team he, over a period of time. Well, that, that's not saying much. And I will say, I just have a feeling too. I bet you there's two reasons. One, Dolan doesn't know anything about hockey. And two, he probably gets a little chilly. He doesn't, you know, he's more of a basketball. <laughs> he's always wearing a scarf when he's down there. Maybe. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He doesn't like the cold. <laughs> um, okay, so... That's where the Knicks are. That's really, I think we about covered it all. Uh, was there anything else? NBA trades. I'd say the D'Lo, uh, D'Angelo uh, Russell to the Timberwolves for Andrew Wiggins was probably the biggest thing. Um, it seems like the T-Wolves are making that move because him and Carl Anthony Towns are kind of kind of tight. And it's a way to they want to potentially play together. keep them there. They want like to play the two together. Two of them and Devin Booker want to play together. Um, I kind of still find it hard to believe that you're going to be able to build that in Minnesota. But we'll see. I don't know. I, I wasn't really that impressed with any of the, the trades that happened. I don't think anything was that big. I thought the Andre Drummond one was kind of weird. I know Detroit. That's a weird, weird trade, yeah. Detroit really, uh, you know, he was going to be gone after this year. He's a free agent, but it, you could get some. It was like when the Knicks gave away KP, where you're like, do they know something we don't? It was kind of <laughs> that same kind of feeling, and I don't think they do. I think they just, no teams were interested, and they were like, yo, somebody please. Somebody just pick him up. And they're like, know? okay, we'll give you a second rounder and He's two guys for you at the bus no stop. one's ever heard Let's of. Yeah, so... Other I mean, than the, that, the, I, don't know. I think the best move probably was Iguodala to the Heat. Yeah, and that's just Pat Riley doing Pat Riley things again. You think Andre though has more in the tank? I think when it comes to the playoffs, I think he's going to be a good piece, and you know they're going to be in play with the buyout market too. Like they're going to pick up a couple other guys. Yeah, that are going to come in and. The Heat, they're number, I think they're second in the East, second yeah. or third in the East. You know, like they've been sneaky, just hanging around there. And I hate it that they are, but I like Jimmy Butler, so I, uh, I'm interested to see what they, how, like how things start to shape up by the end of the season, because you got yeah. him, and you're going to need that lockdown defender. And I think he's going to play his way into shape, and by the playoffs, he'll be hopefully, if he doesn't get hurt, he'll be ready to go. And it's going to make them formidable when yeah. it comes down to it. So, It's funny. It's amazing when you have someone you know, at the top making decisions like that. Because, 
I thought it was a little strange that they were even willing to give up Justice Winslow. Young talent. They seem to like him there. Good player. And it kind of for that win-now mentality. But you know what? Hey, I trust Riley. I feel like this guy knows what he's doing, and I'm not going to question He's shown him. that he knows what he's doing. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody it's, questions uh, those moves. Yeah. It's... I think it was a good move. I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, I I, I liked it a lot. Oh man, I gotta tell you, man. Being a Nick fan, oh, just takes you on a ride. <laughs> I, I I yeah, it's a lot, man. But I don't know. I can't tell. I'm 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 in a okay mood as a Nick fan. I'll, I'll probably watch tonight. They got who who are the Knicks right now? Completely it is They're playing yeah, Orlando. They're playing around. Great. Uh, I'd like to see Knox get some more playing time. But okay, here we are, Nick fans. So so are we officially saying today is the day of a restart? Are we hitting that reset button today? I think we're hitting the reset like... button. Okay, so. And start fresh see. and see where we go. All right. Uh, yeah, big day, trade deadline. So now we'll just see. I mean, the Knicks, yeah, I, they, with this new team, they should finish in the bottom three. I really think losing Marcus Morris does hurt them as far as winning games. Like he was our guy we give the ball to who's going to end that game. And now it'll probably be more of a Randall who at the beginning of the season, we were seeing a lot of that and it was a lot of dribbling off one's own ankles. (laughs) So (laughs) I just, I don't, I don't see the Knicks winning a lot of games. Having said that, I bet you they win tonight just because I said that. Uh, So let's get, let's get some high draft picks, man. Um, and maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you we find have more, a gem. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. And That's maybe Iggy, Iggy gets some playing time. It's like you said, special. love to love see that. And I want to see it. What's kind of nice too, maybe we have a little more time to enjoy uh, some other television instead of uh, New York Knicks basketball. Yeah. Um, I'm in, uh, still in the second season of You. Got a lot better. You're still going? Real interesting, yeah. There's only two seasons, yeah. but I'm almost done with season two. I finished it tonight. It's uh, yeah. You're really you're really uh into this show. It I sucked think this me is, in. This season might be the two. third episode in a row that you've you've brought it up. Is it really? I, I think so. it brought it's up the only show I've. Been, it's yeah. the newest show I've been watching. So you got to talk about it. It's like, do you have anything on the? Uh, I do on the horizon coming up. I mentioned uh, I mentioned Peaky Blinders uh, last episode, and I'm almost done with that. Um, great show, but there's a there's a documentary there, you were dude, excited a, about. Okay. okay, and we had talked about it offline. I'd mentioned it to you, and you had never heard of it. So and yeah, I I feel like there was always like rumors going around about something was going on with McDonald's and the Monopoly game. Now I mean, we were preface, we were we were contestants. We were we, big we fans. Part, yeah, we participated. We had an entire uh, bowl full of Monopoly game pieces. Um, and this documentary, McMillions, the first episode came out. Excellent. It's already, it's just one episode in and I'm like, I'm, I'm annoyed because I can't binge watch all the, all the episodes. I hate that they, they do it week by week. Uh, we got to knock that off people. I, I, and we were talking too. I think it's like these, the streaming services are trending to going back to this like week by week release of episodes. I uh, I can't live my life like this. I need <laughs> I need it all available, and then you have to make the decision: Do I wait 
until all the episodes come out. But then people are talking about it. I want to be. I want to be in the know. I want to know what people are talking about. You got to be at that water cooler, right? At the uh, but all I gotta say is I'm one episode in, and it is so interesting. And I don't know if it's because we're just fans of McDonald's and we're 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 fans of just. I, I don't want to give away anything because I know. I, mean, I think you get the gist of it. Like this story has been around for a long time. Like people have talked about it for yeah. a lot of years that somebody like that. The monopoly game was fixed and nobody ever won. And that's the sto- like, I, that's the story that was coming out. And so that's the thing too, of where you've always heard that who's winning with this and that, but already through the first episode, it's like McDonald's is not the fixer. And I don't know anything really more than that yet from the first episode. They just give you a little bit of info, but you're learning more and more about how they learned about what was going on. So you don't know yet. And in the preview, if you watch the trailer, it kind of talks about you pretty much get to know everything that they talk about already. So uh, it's just so interesting. And it's like, it should be a movie. I want to get like Scorsese on the line and just start making this thing because I know where this thing is going. It's just like it's so interesting, and and I would say I'm I'm guilty of being a a McDonald's fixer, uh, back in the day, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not apologizing. No, well, I was more than happy to do it. I I <laughs> doubt you're on a level of what was not going at their, on not at their <laughs> level, but well, yeah, I got myself some free food and. <laughs> I was okay with it. Yeah. McMarcus is the uh, the I next to, documentary. Yeah, so I worked on an account, and I did some things. Are you sure you want to admit this? This can be used against you. Was able to use them for my own personal benefits, which were ice cream and fries. <laughs> but that's coupons food. to the public, so that you probably can't do that, though. Yeah. No, no, it's probably it's it's it's, it's frowned upon. upon. I'd say it's frowned, it's probably illegal. I, I will. Know. You know what? But I would say the the dedication that you have to McDonald's and what you've given to them over the years, I think you deserve an ice cream. <laughs> I think that's. Fair. I do, oh man, an M M&M and M McFlurry. Oh, that used to be my. The my one warning the I will say is that this happened to me when I watched uh, the movie Founder. The Founder. With uh, good movie. Michael Keaton, which I totally forgot to mention in our best movies really episode. Really good movie. <laughs> because I love that movie. Of the decade, it's in like my – it could be as high as in my top five. I talk about that movie all the time. All the time. And everyone looks at me like I, I've never seen it. I, it excellent. <laughs> uh, but when you watch this documentary – all you do is crave McDonald's because they, they show like the old commercials and the Monopoly game commercials and you're just like – that's I know I what I'm like, watching, but it's still working. Like I want to go. I gotta play go the get a quarter game. pounder before I watch the <laughs> right first now, episode. I gotta get the large fries because if I get the medium, I'm not gonna get the pieces. Exactly. And, and then when they started things. doing it with the, uh, you could get them on the nuggets. If you get the ten piece, yeah. they would put the pieces on there. Like we would do that when that game was played while we were in Boston. We had an entire cup <laughs> full of pieces that never went anywhere. And no winnings. And little did we know, we were playing basically for nothing. You were playing we're for getting, a free medium. Swindled. Uh, and the story, the plot just thickens, man. I it, it, again, it was only one episode, and it is just you're gonna love it. 
You're gonna love it. I'm I, I I recommend. You got me pumped. I'm ready to go. Forget the Nick game. Throw on McMillions. Mark Wahlberg production. Guy knows right. what he's doing. Still never had a Wahlburger. I'm not. I'm not there yet. Uh, uh, they're they're popping up everywhere around here. Everywhere. I think we no. I still don't think I ever had one. We stopped there on the way to Puerto Rico in the airport. Remember, we stopped that we were yes. sitting in the Wahlburgers. Why yes. I get a burger? I think I got tater tots. Uh, I think I don't think I even ate. I think you had a Bloody Mary, probably. I think I had a Bloody Mary. Wow, good memory. I did have a Bloody Logan Airport. That's probably yeah. What else are you gonna get? That's <laughs> just, yeah, it's your uh, go-to. Uh, wow. So yeah, McMillions, the uh, the Knicks. I'm gonna be attending the Knicks Pistons game this Saturday, and the fact that I don't have to watch a Morris brother face off makes me so happy. No Drummond. I want to see the young guys. I'm kind of hoping they like they rest like Bullock or something. Bullock. Or uh, I don't know. Breen. I, I, I'll check with Breen tonight to see how he's pronouncing the name tonight. But, some chicken hey. fingers? Maybe, yeah. I, I think I'm actually going to grab some food beforehand. The chicken fingers, they're going a little downhill. They're just not what they <laughs> used to be. Uh, Marcus, it's been real, man. We're, here we are. Reset button. Officially hit. And uh, this will probably be posting tomorrow, maybe tonight, when uh, some of, you'll be celebrating a birthday. So give you a birthday shout be. out. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate that. For tomorrow. Big, uh, the 3-4. It's a big, big year. Big 3-4. I don't like to talk about it. Uh, Oakley. And uh, to all the listeners out there, you can wish me a happy birthday on Twitter at Jason Talbot. <laughs> or say hi to Marcus at M. Chin Kui. Or... You can follow us at let's underscore talk underscore Nicks on Instagram. Yeah, trying to put more content up there. So uh, give us follow, comment, like, follow. It's where yeah. we'd love to have updates. And there are other, I will say there are other Nick's Instagram peeps out there taking some layout designs. Marcus, fantastic art director, works in the biz. And uh, I'm just saying, I'm, no- I'm noticing some things. That means I know you're watching. You know who you are. But uh, let's... All right, I'll take it easy. <laughs> All right, Marcus. Good luck with the apartment. This has been episode 32 of Let's Talk Knicks. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>